straight out of Layton. You're listening to Nitwick Radio with your hosts, Logan, Aaron, Jake, is and there, Cody. Is there any evidence that having a intro song to your podcast actually improves its SEO or yeah, I think popularity? It does. I think it does. Because I have heard some bad podcast intros in my time and it and it doesn't help that every like corporate friendly podcast intro is always like ukulele plus bells oh, or or some smooth jazz I've been, so, okay, yeah so i've been listening to this like uh this like anxiety podcast about like ways to control anxiety oh i was hoping it was a way to induce anxiety podcast (laughs) and like the beginning has this song where it's just like this bass drum that goes boom 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 and they they faded in and out over the course of like a minute and a half so they're just talking and there's just this bass drum going is anybody it sounds like an anxiety (laughs) inducing introduction is is anybody going to talk about the fact that we're actually doing the the auto-tune no, episode. we shouldn't acknowledge it. Are we yeah. even going to acknowledge that we started? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, hello and welcome to Nitwick Radio. This is season three episode... Finale. Uh, finale. And uh, Forever. This is the last episode. <laughs> no, Forever. <laughs> then we're no, going to be a new a, podcast. We are <laughs> the trilogy of seasons. <laughs> we will enter season infinity and then we will enter season infinity but the set of continuous numbers not the set of integers oh my god um but we uh kind of tried to make a plan um but we're really not sure what's gonna happen okay let's be honest here let's be honest here we were gonna do what's in my bag because (laughs) what's in my bag is what we usually do for season finales but then we were like Oh, it would be fun to try something new. <laughs> and let's auto-tune it. <laughs> I mean, we've talked about the auto-tune episode for a really long time. Probably three years. Like, it's, literally uh, since I started on the show. Man. And today's the day. It's been a long time coming. Yeah. It's the been fans in- are foaming at the mouth for one reason or another. <laughs> they have rabies. So They have rabies. The, the attempted concept is uh, we... Um, all came. I don't even know how to do this. Uh, we we all came up with um, charity albums. Um, well, well, hang on. Let me preface it by saying this: half of us don't even know what's going on. <laughs> like half of us, literally, Lauren and Aaron came up with this idea, like out of nowhere, in the middle of the Nitwick general chat, <laughs> like in be- view of the public. And then we were like. Oh, wait, is this a show idea? And then all of a sudden, Aaron was like, yeah, this is the season finale. <laughs> this is what we're doing so, now. So, uh, I yeah. sincerely, like, with the auto-tune, I cannot say what my charity album is. Yeah, like, I took yeah. it seriously, not thinking about this Dude. at all. <laughs> Dude, watch <laughs> If you say battered women's shelter, that's your the voice sli- sliding up and down like Wally. 
That's the problem. We're going to get through <laughs> just, it, fellas. Just switch your charity if you can. <laughs> you have to. We're going to get through it, fellas. <laughs> we'll uh, talk about the charity after the fact. But first, I want to talk about the slander that's happening against the best, the most 10 out of 10 album and the most 10 out of 10 video game that's happening right now. <laughs> You're the only one slandered it. None of us have played it. No. Everybody <laughs> is out here. Everybody is out here playing neon white right now, that's which a lot is of people for you. That it's <laughs> yeah, me. Wait, who's playing neon white? Lauren, Me. just Lauren, and also, and also, one person. I think Jameson said they played a single level of it from their couch and decided to switch to that the was keyboard. Pat Arnon. That was so Patternin. Sorry. All right. Here's the deal. Everybody is out here slandering Neon White, being like, "Oh yeah, the gameplay is perfect. The soundtrack by Machine Girl is incredible." That's so slanderous. Yeah, nobody slandered this. And thing they're sa- and they're saying it's a it's a literally perfect game that knows exactly what it is except for one thing they said that the dialogue is horny anime cringe you know and what? i have a nine-year-old so big of a problem yeah, right can we say that word i haven't even played it and it's probably true no it's not first off <laughs> isn't it a dating first term? off no well kind of but oh, no okay. not really. the slandering started the slandering started. i want to play it but i'll slander it here's here's the deal First off, the people who are calling the dialogue horny anime cringe <laughs> have never actually I don't know. engaged with horny anime cringe. All right, we're this is what they assume <laughs> it's like. I think... <laughs> I, I, wow, I think that that's... I think that's... Dude, sad. that was about to go into a song. <laughs> <laughs> that was too... <laughs> There's no this way we can do this. Is really bad. This, this is really bad. I, I don't if, you, if you take away the auto-tune, it's the high episode. I do not think anybody will make it through this thing. I don't <laughs> like, know. Like, literally nobody. I don't know. Also, I could definitely... I don't, if, if I was listening to a podcast and all of a sudden this was the episode, I think I could handle it. <laughs> I don't think so. I couldn't. I'd turn but here's the deal. So... People are just pretending that they know what anime cringe writing looks there we like. Go. But they have never played an actual horny anime nope. cringe game. Oh. He's just or saying it on an purpose. actual well, how else do you want me to refer to it? I can call I, no. it by its real name, but then then the teenagers will know what to Google. And do you really want to be you that problem? Said you, Nobody here's, said it. That's why I'm said. not saying it. No, no, no. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. <laughs> The fact that you, the way you explained it about five minutes ago, where you were like, but they don't even know that it's not even the real thing. Dude, we should yeah. know, Do you know Dude. what that implies? Wait, wait. That there is a real thing. Guys. I don't mind that they're aware of it. I just don't want them searching it up and for that to be my fault. We really screwed this up. We should have like a lo-fi beat playing behind us. <laughs> oh, dude. Added in post. Uh, you know what? Um, do you want me to get one no, going? No, 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 no. Let's do it. Next season finale, we could have like a lo-fi beat uh, behind the whole thing. Or, or whatever. Or lo-fi lo- beats auto- to pod, too. Yeah. <laughs> lo-fi beats to pod, But too. we're not we're not going to do auto-tune again. No, right? no, no. This is a one and done. This is the most cursed episode. <laughs> this was definitely jumping the shark for us. Yep. This I'm was not the moment. lie. This was the moment when we ended up a little too far above our heads. So, okay. But, Jake, I'm not going to be the reason a nine-year-old okay, Google something that, no, no, that no. shows up on their parents' watchdog. No, no, no. I get it. I no, get that's it. funny. I, that, okay. First, that is funny. I don't want to get banned. 
Did you, have you ever seen that meme that's like the parents watchdog and it's like your child searched something prohibited and it was like how to feed a crab butter <laughs> or something like yeah, that? Yeah, I've seen that. <laughs> that is, that should be prohibited. hilarious. Forbidden knowledge. Forbidden knowledge. Anyway, no, I just think like, bro, if, if the game's dialogue is getting thrashed by a lot of people... It's probably no, but it's, it's probably not that some red flags. First off, first red off, flags are cool. <laughs> uh, here's the deal: people don't actually know what bad anime writing looks like. So I think that there was a decent description Dude, of it. We're not doing uh, this. I just we're not cut, doing this. I want to cut back to weeb. I want to cut back to Damon's weeb. We're not. No, 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 no. no. no I, I just want to put this out there. His weeb sermon. We're not you, doing this. If cut you, the mic. if you are cut not, somebody cut his mic. <laughs> if you are not an anime fan. You don't know what real anime cringe is. You think anime cringe is someone showing up in a kind of like half-efforted cosplay to a convention with other like-minded anime folks where they were never meant to see you. But that's not what anime cringe is. I think the bar is way lower. It's already low. I acknowledge that it's low. The bar is low. I acknowledge that it's low. I acknowledge that it's low. But you have these people out here who are being like, this is just bad anime writing. Yeah, yeah, and you've seen what? One Punch Man? I bet you saw One Punch Man because it kind of looked like one of your Marvel cartoons. This is a classic lot of That legitimately is the the single anime I've ever seen. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, the millennial. Millennials love it because it looks like a Marvel Capcom thing. Damon oh, is not a millennial. Oh, it, looks like my, it looks like my comic book movies. Dude, well, I'm going to watch this show like animation. A, this is like a horrible episode. Just delete this. It sounds like a phaser on this. You know just, what? No, no. It's because he's screaming into all of our mics. Okay, here's the deal. Here's the, here's the deal. Um, this is a classic argument for you. Okay. You have to prove. So I'm right. No, 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 no. You have to prove that people know less than you because somehow you have to like pump up your. They do know less than me, dude. Hey, this is the season finale. All right. Here's the deal. Here's the deal. Here's the deal. But I'm not even saying. I'm not even saying that is one component of my argument. One component of my argument. No, 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 no. There's a second point. There is a second point to this argument, which is. If you consider the type of game that Neon White is... Considered and disregarded. (laughs) It has excellent writing. It turns out that in a game that wants you to feel like you're a crazy bad A floating through the skies using playing cards as movement abilities and parkouring while throwing away your guns at demons faces maybe you should play a character that would do such a thing and it turns out that those characters are anime characters oh. how are you mad about this not everybody is gus fring from freaking baking bad he doesn't he doesn't wait, he doesn't wait, do wait, this wait. stuff he just said baking bad baking bad and baking bad dude like what great Brit- british baking bad All right. Right, check it out, check it out, check it out, check it out. No, no, no check, check it out, 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 What? This is actually the soft launch of the new Nitwick Gaming Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and we've had you all fooled, played you like a fiddle. 
Welcome. We are uh, sponsored by Neon White. It has a Machine Girl oh soundtrack. Gosh. I can talk about it. Dude. I can talk about it. I don't know here's here's continuing. Here's continuing that point. No. Here's continuing that point. There, which uh, is all right. You get if you are, seconds. If you are going to play as a character that does very very anime things, you should expect that the game has anime characters. This third. It's writing is actually great, and you are too icked out by people speaking plainly. Thank you. And in ways that are actually representative of weave, nerd, action fan speedrunning culture. Again, there's where you're wrong again. You're no, no, no. Hold on, by four seconds. Three, the Why was advertised two, as a game by Trixorfeeks? But you're assuming wrap people it up. Have any respect wrap for anime. <laughs> then this, don't play the game. All, all, I'm better than you. All I wanted to say is this is a surreal place to find yourself with your friends. Hey, would you oh. call this episode Lynchian? It's kind of it's kind of like a yeah, David Lynch movie. Would you call Lynch this Lynchian? I think no. it is. Yeah, probably. Uh, no. Oh my gosh. All I'm going to say is, is the, the fact, black lodge. The fact that our friendship has led to this situation is is uh, insane. Yeah, it's a little. Oh. Aaron, we've known each other for you how long now? The, 15 years? The funniest, this is what we're dealing with. The funniest part about this is nobody said anything bad about Neon White. <laughs> None until, of us have even played it. Until we started saying the anime was, or that the dialogue was cringe anime. All right, look. <clears throat> we still haven't decided if we can say horny on this show. We, we, oh. I'm look, putting the fist down. No. He put, he put the fist <laughs> okay. down. Okay. And if he put the fist down, you can say I won't H, say though. it ever again. I just want to know: Can we say sexy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we'll allow yeah, that can. one. All right, yeah, yeah. okay. But we can't say horny. <laughs> Whoa, you know he's doing it. Sorry, too. I'm clarifying. No, no, no. I just said you can say H. You can say that's H. worse. Just no, it's not the H word. You can the say H, H word. word. Yes. Oh, okay. Add that. Add that to the list of words that iTunes feels like it needs to put stars behind when you're reading the lyrics for it because it thinks I'm not a freaking adult. Wait, can you turn that off? Can you turn that off? I've been curious. Can about you that. turn off the N word censoring on no, Spotify no, no. lyrics? No, I don't Spotify know. It does not... not have it censored. I was listening to Public Enemy today, and it's right <laughs> no, no, there. no, no, no. He's saying the lyrics. I like know the lyrics. It's right there in the lyrics. It wasn't censored. No. How? Did, yeah, no. I was curious because maybe Cody just, has the "I'm a black person" box checked. All right, maybe. that's it. We're, uh, we're, yeah, we're getting into the, Hey, look, 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 look. We all came today with charity albums. Oh my god! Now, to my knowledge, and I they really, don't even I, censor other words. I have zero idea exactly. I think I think this is going to be very interesting. It's going to be crazy. In my mind, I think we all have different takes. That's what I. In, think. in my mind, what we were doing here, though, is uh, I'm not going to coming say up with it. a dream team, a dream team. Uh, Just because it was uh, on the lyrics page, charity. I album. did have the right idea then. So, so you you pick a charity first, an, an existing charity that we are going to donate to because this is a wholesome activity. Wait, but only if it wins, right? Yeah. But, <laughs> But who, what? so American, we're choosing a charity to like out of voting to donate to. <laughs> the rest of them can go to heck. Only if it wins, too. Yeah, so, even more American. So, you so have to no. get that first place blue ribbon. <laughs> but, but 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 so we actually found existing charities, yep. and um, we we composed a dream team album that that charity would assemble ten tracks featuring you know a variety of artists with song titles. So to be explicitly clear. What each person has is the charity, yeah, the charity album title, yep, and ten tracks. Oh, I don't have ten tracks. Come it's on, like bro! It literally says it is a charity. You have some time. You that have was to a lot up, of tracks. You have to come up with it. It could be an EP. 
He did it like five okay. minutes. Okay. All right. right. It'll be an EP. Here's the thing. Lauren's, look, this is a deeper problem. Okay. <laughs> Lauren, Lauren doesn't read crap, and so like I read all send, the time. Even if you send him stuff or her stuff, that's like, hey, for the out for the show this week, we're gonna X Y Z. He'll show up and be like, oh, I listen to the I listen to the album. No, no, no. I was punking you. You knew I was punking you. I'm only saying that because I, I would be impressed if I had ten. Okay, look, I, I do have ten. I have 10. No, I have because 10. the instructions were 10. No, here's the question. Here's the question. Who's going first? Lauren. All right. Because Lauren wanted to do a thing. Good, because it's short. Because what is a charity <laughs> album really about? <clears throat> if it's a bad charity album, it's just about, wow, it would be really cool if we got a song from this person and it was titled something related to the charity. That's a lame charity album. What a cool charity Be nice, album man. does. That might have been what I did. What a cool charity <laughs> album does is invite really weird collaborations between people who would not normally work together because you know they YouTube care about. You know, YouTube did this in 2014 with like a bunch of EDM artists, right? Because that's how that's how Skrillex and the Doors did the song. It, it was for charity, wasn't it? And and Flux no and I forget. But yeah, yeah. The beach they, was yeah. it somebody from the Beach Boys? Was it Brian? Yeah, Wilson? I can't remember. I just the can't only remember. pairing I remember was Skrillex and the Doors. The difference is this isn't going to be cringe. Yeah, it's not cringe. Skrillex's song is not cringe. <laughs> Wait, it's, what did Skrillex do with the Doors? It's the it's breaking a sweat. Yeah. Oh, that song's good. yeah. Which that's you, with the Doors. You How can do you do barely tell the Doors. Yeah, I mean, it's more drop, been at, dead for like fifty years. Is it as good as Dorian Electra and Village People? Because that one did blow my mind. It's especially the Anamanaguchi remix. That was good. Anyways, yeah. just saying it has been done before. It has been done before. And it's <clears throat> charity albums. It's pretty that's pretty cool. It's a pretty cool idea. Let's hear what you got. All right. So I think what is most important out of all the charity, even more important than any charity that we could ever donate to is getting Playboy Cardi and Lil Uzi Vert to make a song together again. <laughs> I was literally typing Playboy Cardi. <laughs> and who are we going to add in? But the Playboy Cardi fan, who is so much of a fan that he released Whole Lotta Red before Cardi dropped Whole Lotta Red, uh, his own album titled Whole Lotta Red, because he was... Specifically, Mario trying Judah? to Mario Judah. <laughs> That's what's up. So my nice. fir my first track is called Rockstar's Revenge with Cardi, wait, 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 wait. Lil Uzi Vert, and Mario Judah. Who's the, what's the charity? The charity is Music Fun. It repairs and provides instruments to children in conflict zones. The reason that I picked this one is because everybody on this list. Uh, takes inspiration usually either from Afrobeats or from uh slavic cultures where music is different so if you consider like a lot of the tread beats that came through that was a thing that was happening in like war-torn ukrainian area countries for a long time before we brought it over here you mean yugoslavia yeah stuff like that so i figured uh, wait, well, well, slightly different you didn't announce what's the charity album name the char the charity album name is charity album for uh music fun Conflict zones. I didn't know we were naming the album. Too. Yeah. Is that in the I didn't know we were doing that either. I made that up. Um, <laughs> uh, I guess not. I guess it, it wasn't in the instructions, enough. but I, I also just had. I was like, oh, I here's, come up here's with that what name. I want. Here's what I want. You bring the Cardi flow from uh, "Stop Breathing," right, where he's just gasping over the beat the whole time. You have Mario Judah on the hook 
singing like a theater kid about murdering people in the streets. He sounds like a theater kid. That's his shtick. Uh, and then you have Uzi Vert come in with like some next, like some extraterrestrial Illuminati Heaven's Gate type stuff. And you put that all over a phase wave beat, which sounds like an OG Sonic track, but with 808s. That sounds sick. That's my but first. My, my question is, does Cardi go, I've been thinking about homicide. I've been thinking about homicide. No, that's the other guy's job. <laughs> that's the other guy. That's Mario Judah. I hope uh, somebody on this journey, like, uh, future shows up and just like mimics. Playboy Future will not be- show up on this. I would never. <laughs> Future will not show up on my charity. I still, I still think that might be one of the worst features I've ever heard. It's so he bad. copies him so bad. It is just like secondhand cringe. I, I maintain my the official Nitwick stance, which is that Future has no idea what people like about Future's music. Yeah, I, I, honestly, that's a good take. I agree. Um, I know what they like. <laughs> it's the <No>. misogyny. <laughs> I love that. Just that's just, it's, it's partially true. <laughs> He's competitive. It's that's not why, partially true. That's, that's why he made true. a Valentine's Day album. I, you guys see that <laughs> Valentine's Day music video that he did? It is. No. It is the most. I've seen a lot of things where I legitimately wonder who it was created for. <laughs> so Future comes out with this Valentine's Day album, and you'd think he'd go the mainstream route where he professes his love for a single woman. But of course, you know, he doesn't because future is future. future, Right. So then I thought, Oh, he's going to make a song about how love sucks and how things are really difficult and he can't find anybody that understands him. And so he's appealing to the crowd of people who are alone on Valentine's day. Well, no, not that either. The plot uh, and the entire lyrics behind this Valentine's Day music video is, I have so many women busting down my door, I hate having to please all of them. And I can't help but think, literally, who are you marketing to? <laughs> like, himself. Who would listen to this himself. on Valentine's Day? <laughs> so no, Future will not be appearing. <laughs> <laughs> the next one... I feel like we need to we need to get some anime in here. Oh no. This is where oh, I diverge. No. This is where I diverge Jeez. from. This is for charity. This is for charity. Hey, hey, kids in Uganda need saxophones, Aaron. Hey, I hope it's like H. It's an H anime song. No. <laughs> Come well, on, have you already it's forgot? It's a little H. It's a okay, little is H. It a little H? Just so uh, you know, no. H is literally what they I'm call kidding. porn in Japan. Oh, well, then we probably shouldn't have named it that. Yeah, that's why I didn't want you to name it that. <laughs> it's called what in Japan? H. Well, in, in Japan, they call pornography H. Oh, well, I'm not in Japan, so. Well, yeah, but far, that's we why I said we shouldn't call, either. we shouldn't alias it as a name for. What do we call it then? Don't, well, never mind. I'm going to hold my tongue. I was about to, I was about to make a joke, but I'm going to hold it. You're going to make it worse. I might have made it Come on. Come on. Let's hear all right, that. All right. All right. Here we go. Song. Next up, I feel like what we need to do is we need to take Death's Dynamic Shroud. They've already sampled Drake. Okay. They've already used anime samples. And they have production skills that lead me to believe that they would do great on a hip-hop track. Oh, right? Yeah. So what we do is we get Death's Dynamic Shroud, Drake himself... <laughs> as well as Oliver Francis, who loves rapping over anime type beats and makes some of the smoothest tracks out there. Let's go. And we get Lil Peep's Vocaloid. Holy because God. I know it exists. I know that's what they're doing to our boy. We need to bust it out for this one. <laughs> this one's called 
Idol Girl. It's a broken vaporwave beat with sentimental lyrics. Do you really think you're going to get Drake on that, though? I want Drake on it, because here's the deal. Drake doesn't understand how many times his acapellas have been put over anime openings. Actually, maybe he does. He does. But if he does, does. that knowledge would paralyze a man. (laughs) I think it's time that Drake actually get on an anime-type beat produced by none other than one of the king's King groups of Vaporwave, Death Dynamic Shroud. I told you that Flume put Death Dynamic Shroud in his official playlist, right? Yeah, that, that was, was that so was sweet. Too. I really think that they have the chops to do it. They have a lot more versatility than other Vaporwave artists, like mm-hmm. a Macintosh Plus or like a St. Pepsi. Dude, that 20-minute track by Macintosh Plus crazy so freaking good yeah and it makes me mad that's all that's on spotify i think it's like i think she intends to put more out there but i don't know i hope i don't know um shout out vectroid the next one uh you know i had to go for the hyper pop angle oh yeah you know i can't help it dorian electra uh this one's called strawberry thorns produced clarence clarity it's got echo 2k Dorian Electra and Laura Les. I can't think of a better group of people to be on a track because Echo 2K has got like this heavy non-binary energy where he sings in a register that is just beyond anybody's range of any <laughs> gender or of any biological composition. Do you remember when I uh, caught you red-handed just straight up yes. stealing? Oh, straight just up. Straight, straight up. up. Straight up. No, I'm not here. He, I know. We did a music challenge and he just straight up stole one of Echo 2K's <laughs> choruses. I like, will do just, it again. <laughs> I will do it again. <laughs> um, it was a cover. I feel oh, like no, it was beat, featuring Echo 2K. No, to be clear, no, it was, it was the not. Cover. <laughs> but I also stole a lot of things in that track. Yeah, you did. So, it was a sick uh, track. Which track was that? What I'm going to say is um, I feel like Radio Echo 2K needs to be over a Clarence Clarity type beat where he can take. So Clarence normally like sings like a normal boy band member. But uh, Echo 2K has a really interesting voice that I'd love to hear over a more sugary, straightforward pop instrumental. Then you bring Dorian in, then you bring Laura Les in, and the whole thing's just going to devolve. It's going to be just like screaming and noise by the end of the track. That's what I want. <laughs> uh, and, I, and I really want to just like start it, start it zero, 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 end it two minutes, 30 seconds, and everybody can't believe what happened, right? Take me down to a dark path. And then lastly... We have Waste, produced by Machine Girl. Uh, and I want Denzel Curry, Slow Tie, on this track, for sure. Because when I heard Grease by Machine Girl and that British guy rapping over it, <laughs> I thought, you know who needs to hop on a Machine Girl footwork beat? Echo X. Slow Tie. <laughs> Dude, Slow Tie rules. Slow Tie badly <laughs> needs to be on a Machine Girl footwork house type beat. Uh, and then I do eventually want it to go into breakcore, but then on Denzel Curry's new album, he had like some jungle type beats in the back where you were hearing like them amen breaks and stuff. And I was like, then the other half should be like a breakcore song and we should get Denzel going crazy on that with spiritual bars. And that's what I want. So that way we get the best of machine girl coming forward, bringing the energy, bringing the hype. And that is my charity. Man, that's, that's pretty good album. That I like to think actually, it's pretty stacked. That is actually a really good Because it's all about collaborations that you wouldn't expect, you know, for the good of Yugoslavian children who want to play the violin. That's actually, like, if that actually happened, 
I'd be fully behind <laughs> it. If that actually <laughs> happened. You never know. We do have a lot of uh, influence on the industry. You know? yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, we do. And we did turn on the auto-tune. I mean... They're yeah. listening. They're listening. We right can't now. we can't be banning ourselves from saying the word horny and then joke about having no influence. Either it matters or it doesn't. We have to decide. I'm only banning it by my choice. Not anybody else's. Just as the host of the show. Just as the host of the show. Uh, that's that's not even a thing. That's not a joke, though. Can't take it from He me. took it over because I lost it. Yeah. Dang. Yeah. Damn. Damn. If I, I would have known it. such tyranny would have overtaken. Because that one time you ghosted us. That's I know. Um, so are we going around the table? You up? Yeah, I suppose I can go next. <laughs> I I don't oh, I don't really Man, listening f- to this is the most surreal <laughs> trip. I don't really want to follow Lauren with that because I, I don't know. Mine's a different take. Oh, mine is too. Believe me. That's uh, why I told you. I said there was going to be shade. And frankly... If you don't care about emo, just skip forward about five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Only five minutes? What's the charity? Well, I don't know. We'll see how long what, it What's the charity? I hope they all have like Naruto-themed uh, <laughs> titles. <laughs> okay, so, okay, so here's what I did. The charity is the Face It Foundation, <laughs> which is a... <laughs> A charity that tries to help men with depression. <laughs> and, it's, <laughs> and, it's, wow. and it's based in the Midwest. Wow. <laughs> That's perfect. Literally, if you, if wow. you go to the Face It Foundation's website, it literally says in bold letters right at the front, it says, we empower men to recover from depression. <laughs> I, Straight I, think up. The, I think the only thing that would make it better is if they took it even farther and were called the Man Up Foundation. <laughs> the Grow Up Pair Foundation. <laughs> Face it. Like, like most people are like, healing <laughs> will nurse you back. The Face Lift It Foundation. Lift yourself. <laughs> Just face it, man. The Face It Foundation. The Dutch Grass Foundation. For men in the Midwest. Oh, that goes actually pretty hard. So... Obviously, this is a Midwest emo-centered um, <laughs> charity album. <laughs> it feels kind of like hypocritical that we're curing them. <laughs> I, I know. It's like the albums go into programs to help them. <laughs> this, if this works, it'll be the last emo album. Okay. This is true. This, this, is, this, this, is, works. this is the final emo album. <laughs> this is the last emo album. It better be so, good. I, I hope it is. Okay. So the charity album title <laughs> is Everything Reminds Me of Her. Oh <laughs> better not have any better not have any gay emo boys on oh. this list. <laughs> Alright, so that that's the name of the album and the first track is by Panucci's Pizza. Oh <laughs> and it's you love pointing out the obvious, maybe because it was what you used to do as a child, but we've all grown up now, and your poor dog doesn't deserve your condescending bullcrap anymore. This was like a Wattpad fan fiction for the first half. So that's track one. Holy moly, that's actually... That's really accurate. Yeah, well done. It started, it started off normal enough. Well done. So, um, okay, track... Two. So okay. So what I did is I went and I I pulled up each artist that I felt was incredibly important or 
and or just very good in the Midwest emo scene. Yeah. And I pulled up their discography, and when I was coming up with their titles, I tried to make something that I feel like actually bounced off of their discography. No, I think it's perfect for the Grow a Pair <laughs> album. Yeah, this is for the Grow a Pair <laughs> Foundation. So um, track two is by Hecra, and it's called Splatter Pack Double Feature. Oh yeah, which oh a, yeah, which is just exactly if he wrote a song right now, I bet that's what he would call it. <laughs> bet, <laughs> right now, I bet bet counter my Aesop rock bet right now. <laughs> so that's track two. Track three is not really funny, but it's a dream of mine, and it's track three is girlfriends, and the track is called Look Who It Is Part Two because that is the last post that Jerry Joyner put online before he just disappeared. Dang. And, well, it's going to be the last emo album, so. So, yeah. Yeah, it, he may as well wrap it up. He may as well just wrap <laughs> it up. And um, another thing is the whole part two, but not there's not being a part one. It's just like an emo classic yeah. I've learned over the years. No, that's true. <clears throat> um, okay. Part 99 is like a, a hardcore classic. <laughs> So um, the next one, this is a lot funnier if you actually know about this artist, but uh, <laughs> the next track is by Worst Party Ever, and it's called I Sat in My Car Outside Your House Until I Fell Asleep, because literally all his songs are about is falling asleep in random places <laughs> near you, but not with you because he cares yeah. about you. I was, I was hoping it wasn't a reference to a controversy, like you have a Pine Grove track called I'm Sorry I Groomed You. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <laughs> Lord oh, have mercy. We love you, Evan oh. Stevens Hall. Do you, do you have any idea? Do you have any idea how close I was to doing an environmentalist charity album with yeah. Pine Grove and Eden? And would and be the, good. I almost did it. I seriously almost did. I'm sorry, I groomed you. <laughs> We're going to hell. <laughs> okay, next track. Guilty by association. Next track is by American Football. And it's, I'll see you now that we're both not so emotional. Right. Isn't, that, isn't that a song? <laughs> no, the song is, I'll see you when we're not both so emotional. When so now he will see you because now we're not so emotional anymore. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's the last demo album. The sequel, the sequel thing that you're doing is cute. But <laughs> you, this is a joke, okay? I mean, Jake, is it a joke? Is this a joke? You'll find out. Is this a joke? Actually, you won't find out. It's just going to keep being about the way it's being. To be so, fair, to be fair with them, is it a modern American football track or is it an old style American football? It's track? old style. I didn't know they it made modern has, stuff. It has to be the old style. He collaborated with uh, Haley Williams on a song about being a drunk father. <laughs> that was a joke about them only making one album that's worth listening to. Oh, well, I mean, that, that was not a funny joke. <laughs> it's not supposed to be. It's reality. <laughs> Okay, the Dark next song humor. is by William Bonney, and it's called Judgment Day, because making all of their songs pretty much are two words, and it sounds vaguely religious. And their song Rapture goes dummy hard. Yeah, so, of course. The next song is by Brave Little Abacus. Yo! And um, it's called A Map of the Highway That Got Paved Over My Future, Untitled <laughs> Bug-Infested Floorboards Continued. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, it it's that, accurate. on the album it is like three tracks. That's why it's you know, literally the track names are just like 
a bunch of phrases he said through the song just back to back to back for no I don't reason. know what that kid is screaming about all the time and it helps it only helps that he has a baby voice it only helps yeah um the next track is by Marietta and it's um your Labor Day barbecue sucked and I had to talk with your drunk uncle all night. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know anything about that band, but that Please is a said, perfect fake, emo title. Dude, we, we should clip and send these to the different charities. <laughs> um, no. So, uh, Bad idea. The second to last track is by Modern Baseball. <laughs> From Salt Lake <laughs> From City. From Salt Lake City. Right. Um, and it's called I Wanted You to Be in My Profile Picture. Because literally all he can talk about is Facebook. Because it all came out like right after the I birth kinda of Facebook. <laughs> it's so, isn't it like so weird and anachronistic how there was a time where it was edgy and it was relevant to be on Facebook. And it feels like all of a sudden it wasn't. So now you have this like collection of emo songs, including Modern Baseball's discography, that are all about Facebook. Are they but, really? Like they don't really oh, yeah. they don't even make oh, yeah. sense anymore. It, yeah, it's like it's like literally they have a song that's called um it, it's about profile pictures. It's like you were in one of my profile pictures. That's like dumb and, hot topic bands from 2004 and, he, ta- and he talks about he talks about like um you keep on keep on whining to me about how your Instagram stopped working and it, it's just like this really early social media stuff like I don't know. I, Honestly, I think that like all these artists I've chosen, even though I've been making a lot of it a joke, like they're actually super like key um, Midwest emo artists. And modern baseball really is they they are legendary. Um, okay, last song. This is the last one, and it's by Old Gray. Because shout out Old Gray. Shout out Old Gray. They got way harder out of nowhere. They did. Demo. So is this demo or Dem- is this? This is demo. Okay. And demo is immortal. Demo it's literally immortal. Greatest but, album cover too. Anyways, um, um, okay. So it, there's a track. There's a track on demo called um, "Vulcan Death Grip." Yes. And they chant at the end, "Maybe someday you will love me, but I don't think that I can wait." Yeah. And so, this song is called "Maybe I Do Think That I Can Wait." <laughs> <laughs> the desperation sets in. <laughs> Brought to you by the Grow Up Hair Foundation. <laughs> Insane. Maybe I do think I can win. And uh, that is, yeah, that's my charity, charity album. Dude, it was good. Sorry. Oh, that sucks. <laughs> Despite what all of that came out like, I love Midwest Emo. It's like, literally like my favorite genre. This is a but, really depressing album. I don't you know think what? Charity's like, going to take it. Charity album from the Midwest. This thing would this thing would go hard. I think it would go hard. <clears throat> um, so for mine, this is, um, again, I, I, I uh, didn't go for what I would want. I went for what I thought would happen. So this is a little too... Maybe you'll win points for realism. It, it, well, it's realism, but it's got some jabs in it, of course. But, but the, lineup's <laughs> pretty, the lineup's pretty real. I want to hear the jabs. Well, it's just like <clears throat> I'm, I'm very much... Did you put Tilda Swinton in there? No, no, no. So, so let's just <laughs> really put this... Tw- guys, does she do music? Uh, literally. <laughs> this is my attempt to get back at the, the danger zone of the world, basically, is what's happening. <laughs> hey, wait, wait. Oh, well, actually, I'll, I'll tell you later. 
I have I have a qu- something for you. Hi. Um, so my uh, charity is the Union of Concerned Scientists. Oh. Um, is that climate change? Yeah, they're they're uh, yeah. they're Pine, Pine Grove's going to be on. Yeah. Here. Well, no. Okay. I'm sorry, I, I groomed you. It. So so. That, okay. They, I hate that they, <laughs> They're not just. To face it, it'd be a lyric. The actual track title would be like mountains. <laughs> <laughs> they're, 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 so this organization's not Uh-oh. just about climate change, but it's about like furthering you know, the visibility of scientific research in different aspects, but it, it is heavily connected to climate change. So, yeah. So the, 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 um, but again, not exclusively it's, it's, it's kind of just like concerned scientists trying to promote scientific thinking. Like so, Neil deGrasse Tyson. Yeah. Neil deGrasse Tyson. So, so, <laughs> so the, the name of the album is, um, interplanetary love. Ooh. Oh wow! And, oh, Sufian. And I wrote, "Interplanetary love transcends generations, cultures, genres, and lifestyles as it establishes common ground in the facts that bind us together." And apparently, industries because it has Tilda Swinton on it. <laughs> There's simplicity in the complexity of humanity. That's Ooh. that's kind of the. Kinda I don't that. like that at all. Here we go. <laughs> so, first track is "All the Figures" by Art Garfunkel. Art Garfunkel being a mathematician. Little known, he he actually <laughs> was a mathematician. Uh, yeah, I, did anybody here know who Art Garfunkel was? Yeah, of Simon and Garfunkel. Yeah, yeah. I I didn't. He's I've in, heard of Simon and Garfunkel. He's but. in Flight of the Concords. Yeah, <clears throat> Art well, Garfunkel. Simon I and Garfunkel. My hand on that. So and, yeah, so a lot of these artists actually, at one point or another in their career, have. Uh, they're they're either mathematicians, scientists, or have been vocal about climate change. Oh, you I went see. really hard on this concept. Yeah, <clears throat> Boney Vare, who signed for the uh, d- d- when uh, the, the wait new Boney Vare or old Boney Vare? Um, Sorry, the, you're going for realism. It's new. It's new. Yeah, but like Boney Vare was very vocal with the Paris uh, climate treaty stuff. So his song "Come In Closer" coming in number two. Yeah, greenhouse gases come um, in a little closer. PA, little known PhD in in um, astrophysics, I think. Kanye West. Bon Iver? <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, Eye, of the Kanye Hur- West. Eye of the Hurricane by Brian May, guitarist of Queen. Wait, he had a PhD? Yeah. I didn't know that. Has, he's still alive. <laughs> yeah, they're all alive. They're all alive. Again, Sorry, I mean, just because Queen is dead doesn't mean... <laughs> Coming in number four, we got The Tongue of Machines by Getty Lee. Shout out to Getty Lee. You know, Getty Lee would be on this album. <laughs> <laughs> um, then there's some spoken word in between here. So then there's mm-hmm. a poem. When I heard the learned astronomer by Walt Whitman. That's the, that's the poem read yeah. by Neil deGrasse Tyson. Oh, dude. Yeah. How did you call that? I can't believe I can't believe the realism. It's so real. It hurts so bad. Now all we need is like a porcupine tree track that says the future will bite if we don't do something. The next track, um, for the sake of our children by Bono. Um, <laughs> Dude, I Why hate this Bono? album. <laughs> Why not all of you two? Nope, just Bono. Just Bono. This is a Bono solo so track. All right, fair enough. For the sake of our children. <laughs> Dude, I hate this thing so much. <laughs> then, uh, coming in next is plus slash minus. Is this where you go in your deepest fantasy? The Bono song- making solo <laughs> records about climate change? Plus slash minus by Ed Sheeran. 
That's the next track. Yeah. Why why did you do this to yourself? (laughs) And why are you now doing it to us? Coming up next is Upon Deaf Ears by Sting. Sting had to be represented. You couldn't even say the police. The police wouldn't even get back together for climate change. Sting just recently, as part of the research... Uh, he re-recorded Message in a Bottle with different lyrics, and he said that his message in the bottle is about climate change, and he's sending it to the politician. <laughs> oh, man. I want to be clear to our viewers. I care about climate change, probably the uh, appropriate amount, I guess, but, man, stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, it's no, like when all the celebrities uh, sang Imagine at the beginning uh, of the pandemic. I, I, oh, my God. Yes, I think I, think I forgot all, that happened. I think we all know what the Union of Concerned Scientists is presenting here. Um, oh wait, did Bono have a degree, or is he just making? No, it? he just he's, he's just, just making about Ed Sheeran. No, <laughs> dude, Ed Sheeran opened for the Snow Patrol in like 2012. He's just named every single Sheeran. album after a mathematical symbol. I figure there's something going on. There. I don't think there's anything going on. There. Coming up next is uh, Subatonic by Damon Albarn. Oh my God! Is the next Damon Albarn going to be? Wait, 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 oh, wait! It's going to be Tom York is the last one. Well, okay, but then we got some more spoken word. No, the horrid, vo- <laughs> the horrid voice of science, read by Russell Brand. Oh my God! I mean, I it's Russell Brand, so I uh, guess. Uh. And then the, the 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 finale, not Tom York. That would have been wow. better. That's better than this. But um, should have just changed it. I, 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 I wouldn't. I wouldn't call Russell Brand talking spoken word. I, I should have. Well, okay. I'm. It's a poem. <laughs> He's reading a poem. Um, Is he? You know what? He didn't get my American football joke either. So just finale, finale, <laughs> finale is. Um, Union of Concerned Scientists pulling out all the stops. They're going to develop um, a David Bowie Vocaloid. And it's it, oh, it's the title track, Interplanetary Love. Oh, all right. There's my album. Yeah, I I appreciate you also having a Vocaloid on yours. <clears throat> yes, Vocaloid. Everything else about that. By the way, is the next uh, is the next Ed Sheeran album going to be Derive or Integrate or Exponentiate? <laughs> it's going to be Monads. Dude, for the sake, Monads. Monads. <laughs> for the sake of our children, by Bono. <laughs> If it, what I can't believe is that you two made like a crazy good intro for a Kendrick Lamar song, and then everybody was like, "That's great that Bono collaborated with Kendrick on this," and then he released it as its own song without any of the good Kendrick parts. Like after, so it's not a sample. He retroactively made Kendrick sample him. Wow, interesting. I actually didn't know that. That album would be the most melodramatic thing <laughs> ever recorded. It is literally the equivalent of the celebrity singing Imagine at the beginning of the pandemic. <laughs> That's insane. Um, aren't you so happy we did this for you? For our children. God. All right. All right. Cody, bring it back. I feel like I'm making a mockery of this when I'm about to do this in auto-tune. Uh, <laughs> Because Lauren kind of hit the nail on the head. I I forgot that we were going to do this in auto-tune. Okay, but serious question. Has this ever been a serious enough show where you would feel comfortable... (laughs) 
Yeah, if I'm doing it. Like, never has it ever been. I don't do this for fun. Yeah, this never was about having a good yeah, time. He doesn't do I'm it just, for fun. I'm just saying the attitude of this show has never been like thoughtful. Yeah, and but it's a charity album. It's charity. And for the record, like we said at the beginning, we didn't know what the frick was going on. Okay? So bear in mind that I did all this not thinking about what it would sound like through auto-tune. But my charity is the uh, Missing Murdered Indigenous Women Foundation for Native Women's Wilderness. I told I you. I'm just saying it in auto-tune. It's just because you're saying it in Silence. auto-tune. If Silence. it weren't in auto-tune, it would be Silence. so fine. Be so fine. I didn't come up with a charity album name because all the good ones I can think of have already been done. Like Rock Against Bush and Rock Against Bush 2. That's it. That was as good as it's going to get. But like those albums were super important to me when I was like 11. Albums I would not listen to if they were titled this. Number one, Rock Against Biden. Number two. The people that would make that wouldn't be fun. Yeah, that's my point. You'd have like seven Tom McDonald tracks, whatever his name is. (laughs) <laughs> Sounds like like Kid Rock saying white the N word. Boy, <laughs> white boy. <laughs> anyway, um, Ariel Pink. Oh yeah, huh? smashing oh, pumpkins. Yeah. <laughs> no, just Billy Corgan. Just Billy, Billy Corgan. Corgan. Everybody else in Smashing Pumpkins is based, but Billy Corgan likes to hang out with Alex Jones. I, I, I love how Rock Against Biden would just be like all of Rock's worst people who are still in the band. <laughs> Yeah, you like twenty years ago, you could make an album about how much you hate George Bush and be a bunch of really good punk bands and like some hip hop artists. Not in twenty twenty two. No, yeah. No, the people that are that vocal about hating the president suck. Like, and I, I hate the president too, but it's yeah, not for those reasons, it's no longer a radical thing to say. Yeah, no, everybody hates him. It's, it's not cool anymore. Anyway, I miss back when hating the president was cool and edgy. It was cool and edgy when I was like. 18 and it's like yeah dude i hate the president or yeah like whoa man what? Dude. why would you say that because he sucks thief. hail to the thief straight up is that about hating the president yeah it was radiohead that's they well, that's radiohead. hating the prime minister that's, that's kind hilarious. of based so i love bands that aren't american that have a really specific hatred no it's all about bush like what? Were they even right. living in America? I know, but that was. But they internet. had Tony Blair, who was just British George Bush. So I like, I get it. But like, imagine oh if we made an an album about Andrew Marcus. Okay, all right, yeah. you're, 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 you're going to get me to deep dive, but like, American politics are important to the whole world. No, no, no. Yeah, no but, I understand. Yeah, but, but let like, me let me say this, right, I, Tom York? You're so busy writing an album about how you hate our president. Look at your home. Yeah, I would look at how it. the people talk. Tell me you're doing okay back there. I would there. do an anti-Boris Johnson album. That would be pretty based. <laughs> you should do that this Maybe month. You should do it by the end of the summer. <laughs> Big bet. Didn't Big you, bet. Didn't you learn you can't set goals for other people? <laughs> hey, we got to hear- I can't believe he turned it into a personal I know. Hey, we problem. need to show some respect. We have a, a real charity album on okay, the table yeah. right now. This <laughs> okay. is a real charity album. This is a real charity album. Uh, I took album. this way more seriously than I should have. No, no, no. Um, Let's hear it. But all the tracks, because when you think about like missing and murdered indigenous women, there's usually not a name to it, right? So all the tracks are untitled. So there's just like a lineup of bands and hip hop artists, I guess technically still bands. Um, but that's just the first half of the album. The second half of the album, I want to hear covers. Each band like back to back. So like one covers two, three, four, so on Ooh. and so forth. Um, so these are the 10 groups, bands, artists, whatever. 
Uh, Strike Anywhere, Public Enemy, Bad Religion, Dead Prez, Refuse, Jedi Mind Tricks, Rise Against, Propagandi, At the Drive-In, and Anti-Flag. And then I did go through and pick actual songs that I would like to hear them cover. And obviously there's some things like I don't expect Bad Religion to word for word cover Dead Prez. Be kind of cool, but there'd be a lot of inwards, and I don't think Greg Graffin's going to say those. Um, <laughs> Strike anywhere though, covering "Bring the Noise" because it already works as a rock song. It's been done by Anthrax, um, but Public Enemy covering "Sunset on Thirty Second Street" by Strike Anywhere because I feel like it makes sense. Um, Bad Religion covering "Propaganda" though, again, obviously I'm going to have to work with the words a little bit on that mm. one. Um, but then Dead Prez covering "I Want to Conquer the World," Refuse doing "Uncommon Valor," Jedi Mind Tricks doing "Coup d'Etat." Then Rise Against doing supporting cast, Propagandi doing Blood Red, White, and Blue. And then because I think At the Drive-In would do a punk song cool because they're weird. Yes. Um, the Modern Rome Burning by Anti-Flag. And then Anti-Flag doing Mannequin Republic, which is like an eight-minute long song in like 90 seconds. <laughs> so anyway. Let's go. That's, yeah. I'm pretty impressed that you managed to reunite At the Drive-In for this one. No, they're still together. What? Yeah, they got back together like five years ago. Oh, my God. They released a really bad album. Honestly, it's probably fine. (laughs) You don't remember that they got back together. But more importantly, the Mars Volta got back together this week. And they also released a song, Don't Watch the Video. Oh, okay. It's just like, uh, I don't know what the genre is called, but it's like a Puerto Rican-specific type of music. And the music video is just, it's 10 minutes long of someone dancing to it. And I was like, oh my God, they just did the same four bars for 10 oh, minutes. Oh, is it like reggaeton? No, it's not reggaeton. I saw the name and I was like, oh yeah, I've heard of it, but that was as far as Now I to be clear, one. I love the all the single ladies music video. <laughs> okay. Great. Good for you. Uh, I'm so proud of right. you. But anyway, the new Mars Volta track's good. Just don't watch the video. Listen to the actual version. It's like three it's minutes. Also, just people dancing. But okay, a lot of music I don't know what that is. That's like most music videos. No, it's not anymore. That's like my uh, least yeah, favorite thing true. about modern music is nobody freaking dances anymore. It's okay, hard what's to dance. All the single ladies. You know, all the single ladies. All the single ladies. It's hard to dance. Oh, Beyonce. <laughs> It, it, yeah, I yeah. Never mind. Bring back dancing. I need a charity for bringing back dancing to music videos. I mean, the indigenous missing women is Flume, more important. But. Flume did that, bro. A few years ago, one of his videos, he just got this like super cool modern break dancer guy. Sick. He did like That'd the be whole. So sweet. Yeah, it's freaking sick. All right. Damon, I'm ready. Dude, I'm, I'm ready. ready. Dude, Cody brought us back. <laughs> you Cody, managed- Cody actually brought like a good charity yeah, Cody, album. <laughs> Co- Cody keeps us. Cody keeps Aaron us did a real red. charity album that I wouldn't listen to. Cody did a real charity album that I would try out of guilt. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here to profit off your white guilt. Welcome. <laughs> Damon, on the other hand, has learned from the mistakes of how we roasted every other person I've, at I've this had, table. Yeah, no, I've had this album written up for years. Let me be clear. Yeah, this is, no, definitely wasn't I've, about I, an hour ago. Definitely not even an hour ago. <laughs> but my charity also, I just came up with. Uh, but I remembered is this thing called Against Malaria, and apparently it's like the charity with the highest number of lives per saved saved per capita. For oh. each dollar spent, and it just basically donates a ton of uh, mosquito dents and stuff like that to people that can't afford them. So, wow, I don't know. And then, uh, so last night I was listening to uh, Hustlin' Thick by Viper. 
on 1.5 speed and that really pulls that album together like <laughs> i'm not even kidding saying that but anyway the album name is called it's plain to see and the first song is is plain to see by viper on 1.5 speed just <laughs> just straight up yeah. and then it goes into this song named life is death by system of a down slipknot Mud Vane, produced by Rick Rubin. Oh wow. my God! Does it have Mud Vane bass? Just, like, dun, dun, yeah, dun. it's 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 got at all three bands uh, bassists just so like at the same stacked. time. Yeah, it's just like that insane. They are they are officially a ska band on this. Yeah, song. no. So this this album just takes a turn off the cliff immediately, <laughs> and then Viper number three. Uh, some of the album's budget uh, had to be spent on this, but it was uh, it's called Night Dreaming. Uh, with uh, it's Daft Punk featuring Oasis. Blew an entire country's GDP on that. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty much. But like, let me be clear. These are just four Europeans that have no reason to not be making music anymore. Like there's no reason. Honestly, I would retweet (laughs) this. I I would support this album just to see what Liam Gallagher tweets about it. There's no reason for like... Daft, there's no rational reason for Daft Punk or Oasis to still be broken up. And I mean, they're for real. Their level of like legendary, especially in Europe now, it's like that that would bring peace in Europe. For, they should like, be tarnishing while, their legacy you know? actively. Yeah, exactly. That would be so. legendary, honestly. Liam Gallagher had like 100,000 people watching him at Glastonbury a couple weeks ago. Like, he can still pull the numbers. Yeah, no, he choppered in. He choppered in. So based. I love <laughs> Liam Gallagher, dude. I do he too. probably came in saying weird Jamaican slang over like a megaphone. <laughs> he didn't yeah. even know who Damien Marley was. <laughs> and then he's like, oh, yeah, no, I do know him. I've got all his weed in my car. Rasta Ike <laughs> on. Oh, my God. Right. <laughs> he's like, yeah, never mind. No, no it's all good. Uh, number four is fan service to me personally. Uh, my favorite three artists this year are Arca, Shy Girl, and Sega Bodega. Uh, oh, I don't yeah. think any of you know them, but nope. I know Arca, Sega, and I, I, I don't know, know Shy Girl. I only know Shy yeah. Girl because of you. Really? You, you did that thing on Letterboxd. Yeah. And I saw she that. Had, she, had out a, a little bit. she had a mini uh, film or something, but it's not on Letterboxd anymore. But she's like my number one artist by far this year. Dang. Uh, but. Anyway, these three artists, you can make a Venn diagram of songs with them between each other, but there isn't a song with the three of them. And so mm. if I could see a song with the three of them, I could die happy. But anyway, <laughs> that would five, be an insane song. It would be. It would be. But number five is uh, Straight Up, and it's uh, Playboy Cardi uh, featuring Outkast. Since Yo! <laughs> since they're both from Atlanta anyway. I mean... <laughs> Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> keep keep, keep it, outcast yeah, relevant. No. Let's do it. Yeah, I, I just feel like that would be a, a crazy song. Who knows? I would go I nuts know. to that. And then number six is another fan service for me. It's just a generic name, Losing My Mind. I don't know. It's Charlie XCX produced by Boys Noise. And Boys okay. Noise is... I didn't realize it, but like he's pretty much produced like some of my most listened to music. Like He's done a... Daft Punk uh, remix. He's done a Shy Girl remix. He's produced a ton of uh, Arca stuff. And like, just like, I don't know. You just like look around and you see his name, or at least I do. And so I think he's a really good producer. And just those two would be did fan you, service to me. Yeah. Did you ever hear of um, <laughs> the Dog Blood Project? No. 
It's Skrillex and Boys Noise did oh, really? a small EP together, and it's really good. Actually, dang, I'm actually gonna check that out uh, after hearing Skrillex's Corn. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Oh my uh, God, I forgot about that. Yeah, <laughs> it actually made me like him more. <laughs> really? Wow, well, I'm so, happy to hear it. It was so silly, man. <laughs> that is that song is crazy. But yeah, number seven is uh, gonna be called "Coming Out of Cuba." And it's Tupac featuring Biggie Smalls. Produced produce by Viper. <laughs> Just like oh, imagine dude. basically so there. the most prolific possible thing to exist being handed to the like someone being like the realest one in the game. Viper, this is all yours. Like, oh my God. Did you imagine how awful it would sound? Could you imagine the bit crushed bass? Here's the stems, do whatever you want. <laughs> And this is the official version. Oh my gosh. Yeah, then number eight would be uh, just a shoegazy title track called Phasing Out uh, with It's My Bloody Valentine featuring nothing produced by Purity Ring. That would be the loudest song ever recorded. Yeah, no. And it would would have the most possible reverb. Oh, you wouldn't even be able to tell what's happening most of the song. It would just be like static. Yep. So I don't know. I think those three would be interesting. And then number nine would be A Day in the Life Part Two by The Beatles. All four of them. (laughs) All four of them. Have like a George Harrison and like a John Lennon vocal. Oh, my God. AI can do amazing things. John Lennon vocals. <laughs> they would do that. Straight up. They put him on stage as a hologram, like dancing <laughs> they around. Do, they did it with Tupac. I'll never forget that. They I was did watching it with the... ABBA, too. Did they? Yeah. No, there, I remember. There's an ABBA hologram. <laughs> yeah, no. So I remember Coachella 2012 was live streamed onto YouTube, and I stayed up late to watch Dr. Dre and Snoop because it was this like early Kendrick still. Like he hadn't blown up yet as much. I mean, he's still big, but not like now. And so I stayed up to watch it. And like, suddenly there's a Tupac hologram on the stage. I'm like, what <laughs> the world? I was like, I should have just gone to bed. <laughs> I, I stayed up because it was also the refused and at the drive-in reunions were at Coachella 2012. So I was like, oh, yeah, I'll stay up and watch that. And oh, yeah. Yeah, it was, it was a mistake. <laughs> All right. So you- Damon, why would you put that Beatles song on there? Because... I mean, that'd be a big song. That would turn a lot of people's heads. Dude, you what was it Beatles? called? Straight out of Cuba. You got what? the straight out of Cuba or back from Cuba? Well, yeah, that's where George Coming and John have been this whole time. Yeah. So, oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah. You get, you got, so, you got Daft Punk. You got the Gallagher's. You yep. got the Beatles. You got a and lot of market appeal. Yeah, oh, then you brought so, people back for the dead and reunited. Well, that's bands only the ninth song. See. That's the ninth song. Oh. So and then, so the first day in the life, like it has that outro where it goes silent for like thirty seconds or whatever, and has that like weird thing. So it would be that again, except the secret song of the album would be this Radiohead song featuring <laughs> Shaquille O'Neal. Yo, that rocks! <laughs> Holy crap! You know Shaq's always there for yeah. a check. Yeah, no, straight up, he'd be vibing. He's so. got to stop working for the general for a day to come hit the stew. Wait, what's the name of the, the Radiohead track with Shaquille? Oh, it's just a secret song. Oh, so. you're right. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, just... You have to peel up the label on the vinyl. Yeah. Can you imagine all the boomers being like, the Beatles got back together? <laughs> oh, there's Shaq. <laughs> I remember the 97 so. Lakers. Oh. Oh. oh, man. Damon, you have managed to do something that hit all the emotional no. guilt of Cody's 
all the toxicity of Aaron's, all the jokes of Jake's. <laughs> I wonder and- <laughs> if it's because I was listening to everybody's No, you wrote this first. years ago. Oh, yeah, as you right. know. Yeah, yeah. Own it. You wrote it over a yeah, year yeah, ago. Yeah. Really? No, okay, true. but let's yeah. be clear. Uh, Tupac and Biggie Smalls handed to Viper. <laughs> oh my god. That is truly like the melding of imagine, a two generations. Imagine the like reaction on his face. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure he would be reacting. He would just Dude. tighten the he'd tighten his waistband. Yeah, yeah, tighten the he would just like he would scoff and just be like, I've been i I've been expecting this. <laughs> yeah. About, about time. time. Yeah. <laughs> I'm due. <laughs> All right, boss. Yeah, you we... put two Viper tracks on there. That was legendary, dude. Leg. Having Viper produce the first like actual Biggie and Tupac yeah, song here. in decades. Really though, it's insane. We'll go for we'll go for Bob's. Eh? That's the finale. I, I, I had a great time. I had a great yeah, what time. What about you guys? That, was that fun. played out better than it played yeah. out better than I expected. Honestly, yeah. like I expected. I still felt bad. <laughs> I, it, well, yeah, yeah, but, yeah, but you, <laughs> it was a game of expectations. Yeah, right? and your album was real. I, I don't know. The only thing I feel bad about is I, I really thought you were going to get that American football joke. Uh, I'm, I'm disappointed. sorry. I'm disappointed. I was confused. I thought you were just saying the actual title, and I was well, it's like, too Jake, cl- that's it, a title. It's too close. I know. <laughs> For the I sake of our children. For the sake of our children by Bono. I, I actually want to hear that song. I'm so hurt. All Wait, the time. It, he's in, he is not... No, no, no. Flea is the the bassist, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it's the singer of U two. Yeah, yeah. I I knew that. I just for some reason Flea's Dude, hair came in my in, head. In doing the research, I have to admit, reading that Sting quote where he was talking about the message in the bottle was about sea change, uh, about climate change. Yeah, like what? Fifteen, twenty yeah. years later. Yeah, he's like, like he's like this whole no, time like the message. Forty years. Later. When was that song written? In the eighties, yeah. I think, like early eighties at the latest. He, he's like, yeah, this- I, I'm so uneducated on anything before two thousand, so. It's all right. Cringe. Yeah. Reported. Reported. Except Blocked. American Football, which came out in 1999. <laughs> the best close. release of the 90s. Uh, I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. All right. All right. All right. Yeah. Best all right. release of 1999. Right. For Bops, let's, let's bring it back to the realm of the serious. <laughs> let's bring it back. Good luck. This has already been a pretty serious episode, and I'm about to make it even serious, sir. Uh, I'm picking out a Kodak Black track this week because I'm worried that all people know about him is that he went to jail for sexual assault and he wrote Transporting. And, you know, he's really a man that's capable of more than those things. And he has formally apologized. Uh, So... Wait a I, minute. Is I that all like it to... takes just a formal apology? <laughs> well, no. It t- you have to write a song right, called Mountains Evan with Stevens the lyrics. Hall, I'm sorry I groomed you. <laughs> <laughs> Point is, I don't support Kodak as a person, but his music goes hard. Anyway, this song is called Take One, where the hook is, I'm on house arrest, but I'm going to take one. And it also contains <laughs> lyrics like... Uh, when you dissin' me, fool, that better be really how you feel, cause I ain't taking no apologies, I don't care if it's sincere. Shout out to Kodak making one of potentially the hardest mumble rap songs that I've ever heard. Go get yourself gassed up on the way to the gym, but not with literal gas though, because prices are insane. Gas yourself up instead with enough energy to push your car to the gym and then push it back from the gym because you were too tired to work out with Take One by Kodak Black. <laughs> wow. 
That was that was a good description right there. Yeah. I like That's to be cool relevant. With the auto tune. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. You know what? Like that lyric went hard. It didn't go as hard as I'm thinking about homicide. Well, that didn't go as hard as you that. can't top that. Yeah, I know. So, okay, um, yeah. I, frankly, I should probably just say this and then walk straight out the room, but I don't care. I know it's a fad. Whatever. I, I literally don't care. That new. That not that new. That Kate Bush song, Running Up That Hill. A it's deal so with good. I'm so that glad that Kate so Bush is getting her just recommendations. Dude, that song, like, I, I, I fully acknowledge it's a cultural phenomenon, whatever. Pop sphere, I don't care. That is honestly like one of the instant hits of my life. Like when I heard that song the first time, I was like, literally, this is one of my favorite have, songs. Have you listened to any of her other stuff? I have. I was listening to that album. Hounds of Love. It's uh, so good. Dude, honestly, like why the frick had I never heard of her? She's been on the rate your music top twenty. Oh, that's why. oh, that's why. <laughs> <laughs> that's, I, so you've probably been avoiding her. No, I haven't been avoiding her. Literally, I didn't know about her until Stranger Things. But then when I oh, heard that song, when I heard that song, I was just things. like, "This is amazing." Like seriously, that is a song. Like every once in a while, you hear a song that just instantly goes up to like top of your personal charts. That's one. There's a really sick cover I'll have to send to you of that song. Yeah, shoot it over. For me, it was Blady, Sleepwalk to the Jeweler. <laughs> also, shout out to Roger Waters. Dude. Roger it, Waters is the one that like produced it. He's coming to world. Utah. Wow. Is he? Yeah. 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 No, first September. Time, first time a Pink Floyd dude has come since yeah. like this 1970. I think. Yeah, I have tickets. I a actually Pink went. Floyd How much dude? Were they? Is that really Nine, where we're uh, at? I think a Pink Floyd dude. A Pink Floyd dude. Is it a concert? No. I'm with you on that. Uh, it's called This Is Not a Drill. Oh, yeah. And that it was sounds supposed, very it was Roger supposed Waters. to happen pre election. Yeah, I, I, saw, I saw his last tour, which was kind of like a, a comprehensive Pink Floyd, his solo career greatest hits thing. And it was really. He puts on an incredible show. He really does. And he uh, does not hold back. And it's kind of, it's kind of like he's, he's, He's so explicit that it is kind of comical. At He's been times. doing it for like sixty years. But, though. He, like, but I, you just gotta—I'll give it to him for being sincere. You gotta respect it, and I mean, he—the songs are great. I, I like Pink Floyd. I'm sorry, a guys. Pink Floyd I do too. I—I mean, you know me. I like Pink Floyd. I like Porcupine Tree. Of course, I like Pink Floyd. Yeah, <laughs> we live in a society. Um, minute guitar solo. <laughs> that uh, sounds sick. That's your reference. I'm in, dude. The thing is, I'm not even gonna take the bait. Yeah, yeah. Don't, take, don't take the bait. Yeah. Oh, I'm just saying. Yeah. 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 No, no, no. Dark Side of the Moon on though, fantastic. Every album. Yeah. Up until Roger Waters leaves, I love all those albums. You got Wish You Were Here. You got The Wall. You got the Final Cut. You got Animals in there too. No? Animals. He doesn't care. She doesn't care. Dude, they're good. All right. That's it. Just, we you, live in a society. You got to remember who, who. Cringe Zoomers is who we're doing. You guys, I, all I'm saying is he's going to put on a good show. If you guys go there, you won't regret it. Um, my bop. My bop this week. Can my bop be a. Can I change my bop to nope, a YouTube no, video? No, 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 you can't sorry. do that. You can't sorry. do that. Dating tips for incels. Uh, <laughs> that video is so funny. He just sends it in the. Discord's like, Cody, is this the girl you're talking to? <laughs> what? And then I watched it. I'm like, what was the one? It's like, you're a barista and an anarchist. That's so cool. <laughs> I'm like, that's funny. <laughs> that's good. Oh, uh, yeah. No, I, I would say uh, my bop is probably uh, Hollow Flume. 
Flim's new album is really good. It's really so good. Freaking good. So, did you get tickets for Ogden? Dang. They're like 150 bucks now. Yeah. He's going to Arizona and Sega Bodega is opening for him though. Really? And I'd almost oh. rather just go to that. We've got tickets to see him in Red Rocks like the week before he comes down. Dude, and then you want to see him in Arizona? <laughs> like, you we, tempt me, bro. You honestly do. It was insane. Like, we 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 hopped on and picked up Rage Against the Machine. We got we got GA tickets in Arizona for 100 bucks. And then and then now the tour is actually going through because that tour has been pushed yeah, back like yeah. four times. I remember you telling me years yeah. ago we got well, sold out three times. Yeah, we got sold out three times, and then and then over time the ticket value just dropped, and it was a hundred bucks for pit tickets. We have them, and they're now like four hundred bucks. Yep. Right on. So, When's that? Oh, uh, uh, February. Slipknot too. October. When here? Yeah. Oh, Play we're going. Usana. Let's go. October fourth. Yeah. Where? Usana. What? Usana. Holy All right. crap! I'm Let's in. Go. I'm in. I'm one hundred percent. Wanting this to happen, yeah, dude. Are you Let's go. Come on. I would not pay money to see Slipknot. Wow. <laughs> I've seen Slipknot. I don't so need to pay I. money to see him again. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited, dude. Dude, I'm in. Yeah, let's keep eye on tickets. All right. I. That sounds so fun. All right. Sorry. <laughs> no, you're good. So. New Porcupine Tree albums out. Of course, that's all I've been listening to. Um, never have. It's the name of this song. Oh, cool. Did Tom York do pretty good on the vocal line on that one? Stephen Wilson kind of does his own thing. You know, it's better. See, in original. Aaron, that's what you do. You ignore it. You leave it be. You don't engage. You but don't it, take. But it. it's funny to engage. <laughs> that is funny to engage. It's funny. That's the you whole leave problem. Leave it on the table. There it is. There it is right there. But, I'm not even going to say that I think that the new Porcupine Tree album title sounds a lot like a math concept that most people would give up on learning. What's it called again? Closure Continuation. Yeah, oh, yeah. That's oh, right. yeah. Oh, Did yeah. Like it just... helps that they look like math professors, too, by the way. Did I, they just release save that your opinion. That is next week's album. No, they, uh, back in like November, they officially were like, hey... Since COVID started, we all just kind of started jamming again, and we're friends again, and we're going to go on tour, and also there's an album coming. They wrote most of these songs like after they wrote the incident, so like a lot of them were written like 12, 13 years ago, and then they just... Like put them out. So and the weird thing technically is, technically like, classic porcupine tree. Kinda, songs? I mean, it sounds just like Dang. that era of porcupine tree. It's the same thing, but it's weird. They like never broke up, and they finally kind of talked about it. Stephen Wilson just was like, "I'm bored," so he just stopped talking to Gavin Harrison and Richard Barbieri and Colin Edward. He just cut them off. Just stopped talking to him. I'm like, that's a terrible way to like manage a band. Mm. And then he came back, and like it, the cool thing is, is like. A lot of the album, and we'll talk about it next week, but it's very collaborative. It's not just Steven writing everything and then letting others play it. Uh, I'm excited. More I'm like, actually excited to hear it. More like the, I'm getting back together with the pandemic. You know what I'm saying? Oh, oh, you know what I'm saying? Let's move on. God. <laughs> Damon. <laughs> this is a podcast episode for the aliens from the invade. <laughs> They'll bomb us. We're all dying in that one. So this week... Uh, probably American Teenager by Eth- Ethel Kane. She's like this uh, dream pop artist from Alabama. And uh, yeah, she's got Ooh. some cool stuff. Sick. The only one in Alabama. Yeah. Pretty much. That's like her kind of niche at this point. But 
she's got some. I've seen her name all over Twitter. I haven't listened to it. But I, yeah, Fantano gave her a made score on her album, and it made a bunch of people mad. Oh, well, Fantano. Yeah. Screw yeah. Fantano. <laughs> Fantano who? Hey, let's go back to last week. Should he kill himself? <laughs> <laughs> that, was our, that was our topic. Like, this what? is the right one. <laughs> yeah, did you? Were, oh, you weren't here. Yeah, with Jameson, we started off. We're just like, all right, the topic of the week this week is should Anthony Fantano kill himself? <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> it, that, now, it wouldn't. It he would be morally yes. correct. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Netflix. Uh, I think I think that's a season. I think that's a season. Right we'll there. be back after a lo- very long break of seven days. Yes. Let's see if I can at our right. normal time on our normal day. Just next week. <laughs> see you next week. See you next week. See you next week. See you next week. <laughs> <laughs>